up to 70% off. That's right, at Court Furniture Clearance Center. Get up to 70% off new retail prices and choose from a wide variety of previously leased furniture and decor for your home or office. Sofas from $199.99, bedroom sets from $399.99, dining sets from $299.99, and more. All items are court certified, guaranteed, and in stock, ready for delivery or to take home today. Make the smart choice and visit one of our five locations in the DMV or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off. Welcome to another edition of the Streaking Lawn Podcast. Once again, my name is Pierce. I've got Caroline with me for the first hey. time in fall season. How's it going, Darns? Good. Last week's doesn't count because I wasn't here. That's so. true. That's and that was true. that was like the preseason warm up. I had to let everyone get like the jitters out. Yeah. You know, figure out the system, all that stuff, and now I'm back. Well, We're tonight's ready. bound to be are back. much more uh, lively and and optimistic, and we have <laughs> an exciting special guest tonight returning to the podcast our first return guest i believe luke i think Walker, so yeah. former who current jacksonville jaguar how's it going luke how's it going guys that's pretty high praise right there first returning guest i'm pretty sure that's accurate we'll get stat guy to check on it but uh we <laughs> well, love you, you know. the most we demand it. <laughs> that you come back the first and- one to be declared the first time returner yeah, yeah, that's a pretty, that's a pretty that's, special thing. You can, there's going to be a certificate we'll send you. So after this, we just we need to make sure we get your best uh, best email address because we just email them. Yes, yeah. sure. <laughs> I, I'm I'm all about hanging banners. I don't care what they're yeah. oh. <laughs> Add it to the resume. <laughs> You're getting ready to uh, go to 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 your camp. Are you excited? It's camp. Camp's fun, yeah, right? Camp. You get to like camp is still camp is still a thing years and years later. Arts and crafts and archery. <laughs> what do you? Yeah, looking you wish to there us? was zip lines involved and like maybe some paintball, some team building, but no, it's all good. <laughs> it's a good. It's a good time of the year. It's uh, it comes at a good time when you're just starting to have a little too much free time in the summer and people are having too much fun, so they get you back <laughs> indoors and lock you up and get you back on the straight and narrow. Did you accomplish a lot during the off season? <laughs> I found my inner peace. Yeah, no, oh. it's been, it's been, <laughs> that's <laughs> crucial. No, it's been a good off season. I always yeah. tend to, I always tend to make the most of it. <laughs> good stuff. And um, we uh, we talked a lot last week uh, with Justin Ferber about like the recruiting for UVA. So I think what we're going to talk about tonight is just maybe general impressions of uh, of the team. Um, after their first year and, and looking forward uh, to Bronco Mendenhall's second year UVA. And I, I know you try and catch some games. Um, how, do, how do you think that first season went? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all it, – that situation, obviously, I went through it with uh, Coach yeah. London, but that's a tough situation. I know I do, I do get to catch most of the games on Saturdays, and uh, especially last year being, you know, injured and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know those guys. Those guys say what you will about the record, but every every time they're out there, they're fighting, they're playing hard. You can yeah. tell that you know the program's kind of run the right way. Yeah, definitely. So I think you didn't yeah. see the quit. Yeah, so it's fun to watch them regardless. 
good stuff. And they were in every game, which, you know, is or isn't well, almost every almost game. Almost every game. <laughs> yeah, almost every game. And I don't know if that makes it better or worse to know that they're right there. But it is, I agree. I mean, it's, I think that first loss um, really was something that gave Coach Mendenhall like an idea of like how far we had to go to like he mentioned to like change the the culture because mm-hmm. I was at that game and you definitely there was a feeling in the in the stands and you could kind of catch a vibe from the field that it was almost like an oh no here we go again like the energy level was so high at the beginning of the game yeah. but by the time like the half rolled through and you're like losing to Richmond you're just kind of like crap nothing's changed we've worked so hard in the off season like there was definitely a a, a Debbie Downer kind of a feel the body language wasn't great the crowd was definitely saying it like so I think that's a huge mental piece to overcome that maybe people do or I don't know if people really take that into account but you know it's it's definitely a hurdle that exists yeah Luke could you talk about um coming into to UVA during a coaching change I mean you you committed to gross staff right and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but by the time you enrolled, it was London staff. Yeah, I, no, I, I had the first the first year I was there was on oh, okay. grow. Gotcha. Uh, that was the William and Mary year where we, <laughs> we were robbed. <laughs> the, the other team kept taking the ball from us. Yeah. Like literally, literally, um, they were robbed. They were stealing yeah, it. It's yeah, very it was thievery. no it's always it's always it's a difficult uh it's a difficult situation because like caroline said it's all about culture change and you want whatever whoever's in charge to be able to implement their culture and then recruit to their culture and coach you know through several years of their culture because it you know at some point the players need to take ownership so it's it's not something that happens overnight Mm -hmm. you know last year obviously record wise was must have been tough on them but you know, they seem to be doing the right things. You see all the workout videos. They look like they're going through, you know, paying the paying the price that it takes to be great. But yeah, it's tough. Yeah. You got to be able to you got to be able to recruit, and regardless of culture and all that stuff in college football, you got to be able to recruit good players and win. For sure. Um, I have a quick question for you, Luke. In that sense, like, what do you tell the fans right now? Like, what's a reasonable amount of time, given the understanding of like the frustration that might live and exist within Virginia fans? over the last eight to 10 years of whatever, um, how long, like what is a reasonable amount of time to give Bronco and his staff to do that, to recruit to his system, to get his guys, to implement what he wants to see on the field. And how much of that do you think will be helped by the way they're scheduling vice, what some of the ambitious scheduling that you saw under London? Yeah, sure. Scheduling is a huge part of it in college football because I think we talked about it last time I was on here. It's all about perception and not just outside the locker room, but inside the locker room. You need to build confidence in these guys that haven't had success in years. And the only way to do that is by scheduling. You know, it's not like you're scheduling to beat guys, but you're scheduling in a realistic way to build something and not just to show up on the scene day one. You got to climb the hill. Yeah. But I mean, on top of that, it's just going to be recruiting. Like when, when London took over, Al Gro had a, 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 what do you call it, resume for years of putting guys in the NFL and mm-hmm. he was recruiting the right kind of guys and that kind of fizzled out over the years. So somehow that, that pipeline needs to come back and then, you know, the winds will kind of follow. Sure, sure. But the recruiting doesn't pump up until the winds start coming, right? Yeah, well, how do you, once, chicken or the egg, what has to come first, the recruits or the winds? And if, if you don't have one, how do you get the other? 
Well, yeah, I mean, that's obviously that's a that's a good point, but it and that part is through the culture and how they are yeah. uh, developing players. And mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of like two and three star guys that found success in that program and were able sure. to turn it around and have good years there. Yeah, particularly, and, you know, yeah, sure, yeah, Lyman especially, mm-hmm. and and at Virginia, to be realistic, you're recruiting a special kind of player, so it's not mm-hmm. like it's not like you're you're necessarily uh, advertising your program to uh, players that just care about winning. Hopefully, you know, there's guys out there that want to be part of something that's a little bigger, but. Yeah. In a lot of situations, that might be a pipe dream. I don't know. <laughs> what do you guys think about that? <laughs> well, I'm pretty excited that we're getting a kicker, like a really good kicker in, as far as like, and I'm not even being like sarcastic, like a jerk. I, I think it's like such a huge piece to have the confidence in the kicking game that didn't necessarily exist. We used to have awesome kickers every year. Right? I know. Connor, Connor Hughes, Hughes, man. That guy was a, that guy was a mule. Drew Jarrett, DJ Six. Yep. <laughs> greatest kicker in UJ history. Like, <laughs> right. I love solid. We had, I remember when I was in school, there was a really bad, like, there was, a, there was a really bad punter and you don't really appreciate punters until you have a really bad punter but yeah. um small story he hit on my roommate at the library one day and she came back and was like yeah some dude was talking to me at the library and was like i guess he's the punter on the football team and i was like he told you that like while he was hitting on you that was it's something strong he, game yeah well it's funny i used That's to such walk a around. punter move like <laughs> hitting on the girl at the library i would walk around I know, right? and, and tell people i was the punter on the kick football it was probably me actually <laughs> <laughs> it's actually positive. Actually, I still say that. Yeah, yeah, I still use that game. <laughs> Back in 2007, I was the punter on the UVA football team. So I got his current girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I will say with the talent level, one thing that, that sticks out about like a culture change, and I think particularly to Mendenhall staff, you heard a lot like, oh man, Bronco's really going to, you know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard practices. They're really going to have to earn it. You see that in his language. You see that coming from like former BYU players. Well, we've got a handful of uh, top recruit guys who go to go in the league last year who came back in, in Quinn Blanding, Andrew Brown, Micah Kaiser. Um, I, you know, I think that speaks well for Bronco to be able to get them to buy into it after winning only two games. You know, who, who, Who's turning down the potential money <laughs> to come back <laughs> to a, an admittedly struggling team? I mean, that's impressive to me. I don't, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, Luke. Yeah, for sure. Those guys, I mean, it just speaks to their high character, and those are guys that, you know, Virginia should look to recruit, guys that, mm-hmm. you know, are willing to stand behind a program and help build it. Um, but certainly – I mean, any anyone that comes into a school, like when you're like a young guy and you like see the best players on the team doing like the things the right way, mm-hmm. that's how like you kind of get that snowball effect for that culture to take over. But no, I mean, that speaks, that speaks high volumes. Um, yeah. They have a few guys like all ACC and for a team that isn't predicted to win a ton of games, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's always been the, the you were always going to have those star guys uh, maybe that was, I think, a critique of the UVA program was like they keep putting people into the NFL, but maxing out at six or seven or eight wins. Oh, for the days when that was our ceiling and we were getting <laughs> frustrated. By, by right. But uh, I think there's some optimism for sure surrounding uh, this year with the, the QB coming back. 
you showed flashes, Ben Kurt. And fully healthy. I think that's going to yeah. be a huge piece that um, he was able stay to. <laughs> yeah, well, he was able to, apparently he, he slimmed down, um, mm-hmm. like lost like 15 or 20 pounds. Um, I think that's what it was. Anyway, let's just go with that. He lost 40 pounds. <laughs> right. um, he lost an undisclosed amount of weight. <laughs> yes. um, but gained all of it in good muscle mass. Um, but no, apparently he's lost a few pounds, which has allowed him to be a little bit more mobile and the pressure is different on his knee and stuff. And he's, I think I read somewhere, you know, hashtag sources, I don't know. I read somewhere <laughs> the two games before that he had like, felt the best like had i think some stuff done to his knee were the two wins so it's kind of mm-hmm. like all right when he felt his best were like his best performances which is not shocking it makes, it sense. makes sense however if you um can if if that's such a huge piece because how many of those games i'm not putting all of the all of any you know, i'm not putting losses on kurt benkert's shoulders because it's a whole team effort but there were several instances in games where either we had a chance to drive and make something happen and win the game, or I think it was the Wake Forest game where there was a late interception return for a touchdown or, you know, for good field position that ended up putting them in front. Um, so if some of these things, you know, maybe if he plays the whole game against Virginia Tech, that could be strong. Um, instead was of that, so was that injury related? That like, sorry to interrupt. But <laughs> no, that, no, that's okay. Um, I think the that quarterback, was, like, the quarterback switching in the tech game was that injury related? I don't think it was. I don't think it was. I want to say that it, I wish it. I wish it were, but no. I think that was just like, eh, what do we have to lose? I think they were trying to confuse the Hokies into submission. <laughs> like, Instead, they just confused all of us into crying. So. <laughs> horrible and like i said uh, i said this last week that literally that one thing the the qb shuffling gives me so much pause in my off-season orange and blue glasses optimism trying to be like yeah they're gonna this is year two they're gonna do well maybe even make a bull and then i just think back to that <laughs> yeah one of his orange and blue lenses fell out it's just blue now yeah it's just i i just i don't know how that can be a thing and yet it was (laughs) so what do you think luke what's the the alum atmosphere is it do people like the staff are there maybe both sides some people uncomfortable with them or or, or are people pessimistic or what's the chatter among you all i think like my my you know the guys i still keep in touch with are Mm -hmm. You know they they're here and there like they like what he's doing as far as bringing the bringing some of the older guys back and help like allowing the younger players to kind of learn, you know not just in the football uh, side of things but also like through community outreach with the former players and getting them to you know have those connections building um, yeah. you know trees of of contacts. He does a good job with that and obviously on the football field, you know guys just want to see a winning team and it's hard for my generation of players the guys that I played with because we didn't win any games either so we I think I think we understand it's a process and like you know these guys are busting their butts like it's not like college kids you know they tend to get a a tough a tough break of it but (laughs) it takes time and and a a huge part is the quarterback in college football it's like it's just a reality you see like teams that are winning either run the crap out of the ball or they got a good quarterback and yeah I mean health health is big and (laughs) Since I've been watching and being a part of uh, Virginia football, actually, like, I guess it started right when I got there. It's kind of been quarterback controversy. It's like the end yep. thing. Yeah. 
let's let's not with that. Well, I don't think we're gonna have to worry about knock on wood this year. Well, unless um, unless he starts for Virginia Tech, like ESPN told us today. <laughs> that was an interesting breaking news headline. <laughs> wait, what? You know I, I hope there was out? someone sitting there that was just like, wait, I'm sorry, what? Like. <laughs> <laughs> More people screw that up than like you guys could ever imagine. Like I'll I'll be wearing Virginia stuff all over the country, and people yeah. will be like, "Oh, Virginia Tech." Like, <laughs> what's like your what's your do you have like politely a take your face out of my face? Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a go to? Because I experienced the same thing. Not only that, but like when I was Navy and I'd be on deployment, like on a base, like in a foreign country. And someone like I remember it was like a British or Australian guy was like, "Oh, Virginia Tech," and I was like, "No, what? No!" <laughs> you know, like trying not to get mad at him. But did you have like a good? Do you have a go-to when someone says that? Is there like a witty comeback or a? Yeah, no, mostly just like dejection. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and just rocks. overall general sadness. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's tough. No. This is the actual flagship school of the yeah. state, you know. Well, Jeff Tech, ah, come on. Yes, no. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> That's, that was usually my reaction too, actually. Well, yeah. gonna I need to get a winning a woody comeback but it's just too sad sometimes i know yeah. i would every once in a while get vanderbilt too which always threw me for a loop i was like what what oh yeah i guess they do have a v yeah um, <laughs> but that one wasn't as common more similar type yeah. of program maybe or institution um Luke, when you look at the so like if you look at the schedule for this season like what do you what stands out to you was is there any game in there that you think is a surefire win um and like, <laughs> i know there's also virginia has actually played really well against louisville which has been dubbed our um you know permanent crossed cross new maryland level. yeah new maryland um so like when you look at the schedule this year what what is your take on the schedule like how do you think that they'll i guess what's your season projection like how do you think that they'll fare what what games stick out as ones that you either want to see that you think could be a great matchup or ones that you will definitely not be watching because it's probably going to be pretty terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't get to choose. I, I usually try to watch as many as I can, but regardless, because, you know, it's like they come few and far between. But um, I'll, I'll be focused on, you know, a lot of people make a lot to do about the out-of-conference schedules, but it's, it's mostly about how they match up against, you know, the North Carolinas, the Virginia Techs, the schools that they recruit against, and you just want to see mm -hmm. how they can compete against those teams. Uh, you, it, it's like you know the running game's gonna be there. I feel like with our team, like in the in the system that they run and mm -hmm. Broncos, uh, or you know the offensive coordinators' uh, tendencies seem to be like establish a dominant running game. And at times last year they had it. So mm -hmm. as long as you can run the game in the ACC, you're gonna give yourself a chance. But they're gonna have to match up with those schools that are gonna be in their their backyard recruiting. You know the guys that they need to build a program there. And uh, so North Carolina, I don't know when the last time we beat. Did we? No, we haven't beaten them recently. Yeah, uh, we've. Uh, we did tech obviously yeah. in years. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, those are those are going to be the games that like I think most guys are going to be focused on. I think the UNC one could end up being like actually a pretty good game just because they lost a lot of players from last year. So I think it'll be a little bit closer because I, I completely agree on the run game. I'm actually really excited. I was a really big fan of Smoke. I mean, who isn't like he ran the hell out of the ball? Was a great receiver. Um, but I think with like Jordan Ellis and Oz and Daniel Ham, like I'm really excited about some of these like real workhorses that they have like behind the ball. Like I just think those guys can get their legs churning and, and really 
do some damage. Um, are there who? What players are you most excited to see? Or who you I'm watching? excited. I mean, like obviously we talk about like Quinn, uh, Micah, Kirk, the quarterback. Um, but I'm excited for a guy like Jack McDonald. John, Jack McDonald's been in the yeah. program for five years. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's you know played a bunch of positions along the line of scrimmage. Um, guy like Jack English, another offensive lineman. Obviously, I'm I'm you know playing my favorite too. But <laughs> a guy that came into the program as a defensive lineman is going to start left tackle in the senior year next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, there's a, there's a few guys like that uh, that you know I've been watching grow over the years that weren't necessarily blue chip prospects like. You got a guy like Andrew Brown who you're excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, seems to me like, you know, social media, at least, like that, you know, he's focused and he's working towards the goal. But uh, you like to see those guys that come in and um, develop because those are the guys that are going to be the lifeblood of a program like Virginia. So There's... anyone named Jack really is what I got from that. <laughs> so if your name is Jack and you play football, I'm, ro- I'm rooting for you. Huge fan. <laughs> There's a couple guys coming in um, from graduate or from other schools as grad transfers, so they get to play immediately. And a couple on the offensive line. Um, I'm curious. You know, obviously every coaching staff has its own idiosyncrasies and strategy, and there's new you know plays to learn and things like that. Being a, a UVA grad, do you think there's anything? I don't know, maybe particular to the school or, or something that pe- people might not consider as like a, a transition, something they got to know to to show up and immediately, like mo- both of these guys are slotted to start uh, on the line, most likely, and they haven't had that buffer year as a transfer. Is there anything maybe they aren't expecting and, and should know about or the fans might not know that, that might be a weird transition for them, whether it be like UVA particularly? I'm sure there's always I, – I, obviously, I've never been in that situation. But, yeah. you know, if if you're going to do it anywhere, I feel like Virginia Virginia is a decent place to do it because obviously – well, hopefully that the coaches have done their homework and these kids, you know, are, they they can handle the rigors that come with, you know, going to school there. But, right. Um, but when you're building a new uh, a new program like this and, and there's a lot of new – involved in it in the first year or two I, i'm sure as a new guy it's kind of easy to relate to you know some of maybe the coaches that are new or uh maybe a, a couple other transfers like you kind of it, it's a little easier than trying to transfer into you know say a program that's been established with um you know coaching staff for a long time so at least at least that is there for them to come into it but other than that man it's all about production i mean like yeah these guys, they've they've played other places. They know what it's like to you know be at high, play at the high level, uh, and you got to produce. And there's no different at you know a school like Virginia. Yeah, and they're gonna need them. I mean, the the big thing is the depth wasn't there, and you saw that a lot last year. So hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully they get it going. I have some rapid fire stuff for you. Um, <laughs> all right, best name on the team: Hasis Dubois. Dylan Rankinsmeyer or Evan Butts? Where are you taking? <laughs> Butts. Butts are in. <laughs> that always makes me laugh. I'm such a oh, CJ yeah. Stalker is a close close finisher too. Harrison Turlington is also very strong. Those are all I'm pretty good. Who's that? Rankinsteiker? Rankinsmeyer? Rankinsmeyer. Rankinsmeyer. Dylan. Dylan. I feel like you would put that on like a Cuban sandwich or something. <laughs> Uh, hold the rank and smire. I have too much less week. Just heartburn. Um, yeah, no, that's a good one. All right, all right. Um, favorite place, if you're going to Charlottesville tomorrow, 
where do you have to stop to eat? One spot. Well done. One spot. Bojangles? Well, well done. Well, oh. A little done. <laughs> little John's to get the Rankenschmeyer. <laughs> you know, honestly, an underrated part of, of Charlottesville is that little chicken strip there. Yeah, and they got yeah. every chicken joint you could ever want in your life, and then like you mix in a little cold stone. Cold Although every stone. time I come now, there's a little, there's a little something different. But the chicken strip is, yeah, yeah. Come on, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean recently. Oh, not recently. No, no, no. But it was there in my fifth year while I was in school, and yeah, yeah. Oh man, if you showed up now, there's can. some great spots like that whole like shopping center right there where they put the movie theater in they've got some great restaurants in there really good coffee shops the whole place, every time i go i'm like this you're is talking about stonefield yeah stonefield. Movie theater. okay because yeah. there's also there's wow, the alamo could... uh new movie theater in the, the where the wegmans is we can just talk about movie theaters now <laughs> there's <laughs> a the wegmans in charlottesville yeah, yeah there's a wegmans and it's in the south side, wow. so you don't have to get on 29 <laughs> to get there. It's beautiful. That wow was wow. like a legit wow, like excited wow. I love that. Do you know there's a Trader Joe's? It's like a jealous, like I'm looking at ways to re-enroll. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we have excellent graduate programs at the university. My, <laughs> poor, poor, Harry, poor Harry Teeter won't know what happened when people oh, stop man. buying his subs and just start buying up all the wagons. <laughs> and the Trader Joe's. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, now, I, now we don't even go to the Trader Joe's because the Wegmans is closer. But anyway, it's insane. There's so and there's a new movie theater. The downtown mall movie theater is now one of those like you can drink plus movie theaters. Yeah, like it's you can buy drinks. You can, you can drink. <laughs> yeah. Pro tip, Carolina. Than, you know, so. you can order a double wine at that movie theater, and they just pull out like a, a like a twenty ounce <laughs> and fill it with wine. <laughs> That's amazing. Some <laughs> undergrad just comes back with a box of Franz. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go, go watch Dunkirk <laughs> now with my box. Oh, God, I just <laughs> cry into my box of <laughs> Dunkirk. Um, all right, Game of Thrones question: If Virginia football is a character <laughs> on Game of Thrones, who would <laughs> and why? <laughs> if Virginia football was a character. On Game of Thrones. Yeah, who is who is the most like? Oh wow! There's so many sad answers to come up. There are so many sad <laughs> answers and answers that like probably shouldn't be used, right? Yeah. <laughs> Keep it clean. Uh, Keep did it you clean. see? All right. So did you see in the first spoiler alert for all you losers <laughs> who haven't seen yet? Um, in the first, uh, <laughs> this is bad that I'm even saying this, but whatever. If I can say it, anyone can yep. say it. When Samwell is, you know, cleaning out the latrines and then yeah. serving the porridge, and then yeah. it's like over and over and over and over again. <laughs> that <laughs> I knew it was going to be Sam Tarly. <laughs> tries, no. He tries so hard. <laughs> I think he's saying the sequence is Virginia football. <laughs> oh. No, we're like Sir Jorah Mormont, just looking for the cure, man. Yes, yeah, I like that. That's a good one. That sounds good. Like they might that. be out there. Who knows? We beat Duke last year. I mean, all yeah. is not hopeless. We just anything is possible. Anything is possible. <laughs> it's remember when Duke football was the doormat. I remember when Duke football was the doormat. Even um, back when we were when I was in school and they beat us every year, regardless, except for like maybe once or twice. <laughs> like we, it used to be like the three the three games on our schedule. We would like look at and be like, yeah, we'd win those games. Yeah. 
whatever one double A school we're playing. Duke in Miami. I'm like, yeah, we probably beat. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> beat Miami. <laughs> Miami is like the one. The oh, we beat Miami like every year. We I know. Miami was like, Miami was. I mean, it was great. They didn't want to yeah. play us. You know, we were having the time. We were just playing out of our butts. Like, we'll, we'll, our fans will storm the field if we beat you. Like, no matter the record. <laughs> The perfect recipe for just to beat them every year. Just a fun little Saturday. I know. Was, you can look that at it and be like, game. "Oh, um, that was amazing!" Getting <laughs> them the Orange Bowl. That was it. Thirty-six nothing. It was forty-eight nothing. Forty-eight nothing. And we scored the first touchdown. And uh, my friends all looked at me and went, "Hey, hey, we scored first. And uh, they went, "So, are you are you confident now, Pierce? Are we going to win?" I said, "We're going to win by forty-eight. Swear to God, that's true." <laughs> It was forty-eight nothing. The final whistle, and then they all called me a witch and threw things at me. Yeah, jeez, dude, you're like a prophet. That's the only thing I've ever I gotten right. I, I I should have bought lottery tickets that night. I guess. What Game of Thrones character you're like, Bran? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll that's take mean, it, Luke. That's mean. Bran that is so very mean. important. Okay, Bran I see. <laughs> But no one wants to hear Brad's story. I think that. that's mean. This dude can like this dude can like bend time around his exactly. pinky finger. <laughs> bend time around his pinky finger. All right. So, what do you think? What's your season outlook? Like, what pick wins losses? Okay. So, like, what's the record <laughs> going to be? Is Virginia going to a bowl game? And will Virginia <laughs> Virginia Tech? Those are your two big questions. <laughs> is Virginia is going to go out there. They're going to have a ton of fun. They're going to try hard. <laughs> All right. It's really, it's really impossible to tell. I mean, it's, it's yeah. impossible to tell. Yeah. If the quarterback plays well, yeah. they'll they'll be they'll be able to win four, five, six games and be in contention for a bowl game. But that's a program in transition, and they're still, you know, they're still a ways away from being yearly dominant competitors. Yeah. But the thing about like that situation, any situation in football, it doesn't matter like what anyone says because. No one knows except for the guys in the room. Like, no one knows who's, like, going to start or who's the talented players or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, all that matters is what is going on there now. Mm-hmm. And actually, at least perception-wise, I don't know. I think you guys tend to agree a little bit. Like, perception-wise, the right things are going on there. It's just a matter yeah. of yeah. time and the right things happening at the right place and yeah. getting lucky. Well, the schedule is favorable. I mean, you, you look at the ACC and they avoid playing the the big two uh, outside yeah. of Louisville in, Atl- in, in the Atlantic. And I think people are picking Miami to win the Coastal. I guess they're returning a lot. but Miami back. Hit loss, Connor, and their uh, Peterman, their QB. BC isn't very good. UNC lost a ton. Duke wasn't very good last year, and they lost their QB. Uh, you know, the Hokies lost their QB. Like this, like you said, Caroline, they were in a lot of those games, yeah. the losses, and this team has a little more depth, has another year of recruiting. So I hate to, I hate to spend the whole time just be like, because, you know, maybe it'll work out. But then I think I felt this way every other offseason ever. <laughs> and, and, and then I get really mad when we lose to Richmond and stuff, so I want to temper I think they do it. I think they go three and one in the non-con, lose to lose at Boise State. I think they win the first three. I think they're all winnable games. I think Indiana is the biggest toss-up. Yeah, but I think that's actually guys, pretty, pretty good. Like that'll be a good you, gauge. You go into that game up in Boise State. Hell no! <laughs> yeah, go ahead and pass on that one. I got um, like a job. I can't get to Boise. 
Friday at 8 p.m. What great fans you guys are. <laughs> Friday at 8 p.m. up at Boise State. You, um, can, can you send me the Jaguars and Jet? The streak in the line? You <laughs> if, if you find me a plane that'll take me. <laughs> I'll call Teresa Sullivan. Jaguars Jet, right? Teresa Sullivan. Yeah, sure. We'll jump, on the, we'll jump on the Jaguar Jet and we'll all go out there. there yes. All right. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, I think like you said that's a favorable like the games that, we, that virginia has at home this season are duke boston college georgia tech and virginia tech and georgia tech perennially like bronco has been able to do very well against the option the triple option so i think you saw a little bit of it last year like they didn't you know I, if i remember correctly it was one of those games that they were they looked much- like they would, knew what they were doing yeah and then totally fell apart at the end and it was horribly yeah. depressing uh one of those <laughs> games so you know if that kind of thing like if they can build on what there were what happened last year then i think you only need to steal a couple or steal one when it comes to at north carolina at mm-hmm. Pitt, at louisville and at miami and then maybe we're talking maybe we're talking military bowl up at dc you know what i mean I don't know. Exactly. I love it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. If they can win it's three games, it's a twelve man on the field situation. <laughs> oh my god! Kalik, right get off the field like one time. Kalik, get were off you, the field. Were you watching the Louisville game uh, live, Luke? Last year, the one the the Hail Mary. Oh, yes. Yeah. And did you see it coming after watching the Notre Dame game the year before? <laughs> the best part about the Notre Dame game is I had to leave five, like three minutes left <laughs> in the game. So like I, so I jump in the car, drive downtown for yeah. you know, Saturday night before Sunday game, obviously. And I, I don't, obviously I don't know what happens. So I don't, I'm not listening to the game or anything in my car. Yeah. And then my phone just kept going. Doo, 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 doo. And I just like rolled my eyes. Like it happened. I don't know how it happened, but it happened. Yeah. Like, everyone is telling me how it happened. I mean, we were just or, sitting there going, no, no, I'm not falling for it. I'm not falling for it. I'm not falling for it. And then Hail Mary. And we're like, okay. Yeah. They were like so it. close in, in that Louisville game to what was it? They almost forced the on the fourth down. They almost had him. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's, like, it's, I, I just, oh my god, that was brutal! Like I don't know how many times a fan base can be expected to go through this. <laughs> like, like uh, it was, well, yes. I think Pierce can attest to this too as a lifelong Caps fan, much longer, <laughs> and, at, and at a much higher level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and, I, and I'm a Detroit Lions fan, so uh, <laughs> yeah, it just oh, it never gets any better. Um, Wait, this isn't a Jaguars podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a question. I, I know you haven't uh, been to camp yet, and and so seen it in person. Is is Fournette the truth? Should I draft him in my fantasy leagues? <laughs> Well, I mean, with the offensive line in Jacksonville, like it doesn't matter who's back there. They Anybody could run for a million yards. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, obviously. Right. So I don't know. I mean, it's hard to tell if running back with no pass up. Yeah, seems like sure. a nice kid though. Well, that's good. That draft, I, I, I'll draft him in my nice kid league. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. Nice kid points. Yeah. No, in fantasy <laughs> football, it's it's important, like like running the UVA program, to only bring in high character guys. Yes. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott, no sir, he's not coming. <laughs> You're honor, very honorable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I true. win the moral victory every year. 
Yeah, how, how much time? I have Roethlisberger, so there it goes. <laughs> are you a uh, Luke? Are you more of a landing in Jacksonville person or a Jacksonville Beach person? <laughs> well, the landing is where most of the cool people hang out, so I don't usually go down there. <laughs> I usually just hang out at the beach. I used to. But I've been out the beach now for, for three years, but I've been out here going on four. It's awesome. Nice. Or as awesome as it can be, not being in uh, the traffic-filled. Hustle and bustle of DC. Yeah. Who doesn't yeah. miss that, right? right. No, it's been it's been a good couple of years down here in Jack's Beach. I know you're critical of it, Caroline. I know. I know. <laughs> give it a chance. One of give our interns chance. this year, I like uh, at work. He's a, goes to school at Jacksonville. Um, plays lacrosse there, and so I'm always giving him a hard time. Like, oh, you mean the 45 minutes it takes to get anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like. <laughs> It's like half as much as in, in, in some actual big metropolitan cities. So That's we'll true. You actually have to go a certain, you know, like I always joked like when I was living in Washington state, like to go to the movies, it would take 45 minutes, but I drove 35 miles. In DC, <laughs> it would take 45 minutes, but I only went three. So um, it's always, you know, good. That's why I live in Charlotte. Everywhere has their benefits. Yes. <laughs> Primarily Charlottesville. Luke, have you ever Which been to part... my next option? Oh. If you guys want to buy real estate in Boise, it's <laughs> a great time for you to check it out. I thought you were going to sell us on Jacksonville, and I was like, Florida prices, I don't know. It might not be Florida in a few years anyway. So. <laughs> Atlantis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Luke, have you ever been a part of the my alma maters playing your alma mater uh, bet with uh, with a teammate? I thought you were about to ask me if I was. I don't know what you were about to ask me. I thought maybe a secret society was getting thrown in there, or maybe like a wild accusation. I know that was a lot of complicated language. <laughs> I know I was using Latin there. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Have you ever? Oh gosh, it, it, this podcast just took a weird turn. Yeah, he starts uh, deleting text messages. <laughs> never have I ever. <laughs> Luke, we can't see them. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> but do you ever have to oh, wear somebody man. else's jersey because they beat UVA? Yeah, or the other um, way around. <laughs> usually, um, when I make, and I am like a, I have been my whole life, a bit of a loud mouth in those situations. <laughs> Which is interesting coming from the perspective of, you know, not winning a ton of games and, <laughs> you know, in the program, but, and I'm, <laughs> I'm not indicting myself here. I'm, I'm a big, when I bet with people on the who's, I have to take the points and they yeah. cover a lot. Yeah. yeah. yeah and they cover go. a lot. That's so true. yeah, Virginia, if you play your cards right, they're a wonderful betting team. <laughs> awesome. And never do so it. You gotta, it's all about you got to talk. You got to work people because no one's willing to give you the 30 points that <laughs> <laughs> usually come along with that. So you got to like, you know, you got to sweet talk them a little yeah. bit. Well, you got to find the Miami guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, don't worry. And, and my, my closest Miami guy just got a bunch of, uh, a bunch of money. So he'll be, he'll be on the hook this year for that Miami game. <laughs> don't be on the hook big time are you guys going to go I think it's down there show up. that's true it's you could get great seats because no one goes to any Miami games so. that's true yeah, yeah. He, buy a whole section 
<laughs> All right, we're we're coming. We're going with you. Yeah. All right, Luke's buying us all seats. We're going, going to Florida. We're flying the Jag plane too. Yes. <laughs> all right, my dreams are coming true. All right, everything that we had hoped for in this podcast is now awesome. been achieved. Well, thanks a bunch for uh, joining us, Luke. We we appreciate it. Uh, yes, it's a pleasure. Uh, we'll come up with more silly questions to ask you uh, next time. We have like next on. week and come back on. Have, have, you, been <laughs> three have times, you been tweeting three at times. other minor league baseball stadiums? <laughs> oh, I thought we talked about when this podcast started about things we weren't going to talk about. Well, I, I, you did not bring that up. You, that was not on your don't bring this up list. <laughs> Here, here's the thing about that whole situation. If you get a baseball team, just didn't lose to Wake Forest that day. <laughs> maybe, maybe my pride would still be not in tatters. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay because because I'm having a great time today in my last day of official freedom before camp starts. Mm-hmm. Talking UVA football, which I know we all just like really just have a deep passion, burning passion for it. But of yeah. course, and not even not even minor league baseball teams can get me upset today. <laughs> That's good. You should never let a minor league baseball team upset you, no matter what. I think no, no, that's the interesting part. Is like I, you know, I work for the Jaguars. I'm not like that. Probably ripped the hearts out of fans more than it did to me. But hey, so Fair. goes it. Do you get to go to London this year? I feel like you guys play in London every year. We go every year. Yeah, it's because awesome. it's because the food is so good. That we just can't get enough, and we just feel bad. Fish every chips, year. boiled meat, and beans on toast. The last I didn't go last year. I was on IR, but the last two years before that, we went to a fine Mexican restaurant. <laughs> I would I would equate it to El El Rapios, <laughs> El Jarapero. I don't. What's that place in Charlottesville? Fine yeah, the her her pal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, but I'm it's, not even. It's not amigos. <laughs> amigos turned into Christians. So. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, and thank goodness it did. By the way, yeah, yeah, that, right. that's a that's an upgrade. <laughs> Excellent. Well, uh, we'll we'll be sure to uh, find you a little John's on your next uh, encounter into into the hook. And uh, we can we can talk basketball. We can talk baseball. We can talk all kinds of sports on the internet. Optimism, <laughs> optimism abound. This Love is the it. year for ba- how's the basketball squad looking this year? Well, they Play got these. Awesome. They got some redshirt freshmen guys who were here and, and redshirted who were four star guys who I think are going to contribute that people are sleeping on. Uh, DeAndre Hunter and Jay Huff, and if those guys contribute as well as I think they will, they're going to be solid. I think. Uh, Looking at a similar, similar floor to last season, maybe similar ceiling too. I don't think we're going if, one yeah. seed again or anything. But I think this year they could be sneaky good. Like they're being predicted anywhere from seventh to ninth in the ACC, which I think is a little low. Mm. Um, but I think if they progress like they should, I think next year, like watch out, this team's going to be really good. So I think this could be an interesting year that maybe people aren't used to because we might not start the season in the top 25, which shocker. It's been like four years since that happened, um, which is mind blowing in itself. Um, It's going to be weird watching with no London piranhas. Yeah, that's true. It's 
going to be eerie. Yeah. Why yeah, Kyle got like for sure. Kyle got cut his man bun off, so now yeah. people it's will shut up about that, it. That's sad news. Yeah, I agree. I, I, you know, but it's his hair. <laughs> not gonna, not gonna tweet well, maybe, at him. <laughs> well, maybe we should start tweeting at him. And okay. Just, you know, <laughs> Grow it back. Brand the seed. <laughs> Everyone, tweet at Kyle. You're I think it. Virginia needed a man bun on the basketball court, but it's okay, Kyle. If you're listening, it's okay. <laughs> just, you know, just think about it. You know, maybe one of the about. other guys can grow one. <laughs> Jack Salt. Ooh. Yeah. Well, we'll get more Jacksonville Jaguars to tweet at Kyle about his hair, and then, <laughs> then you really want to know what's going on. And guys, then, listen, I know a thing or two about internet shaming, so you know, I can really take this thing by the horns, right. and uh, we can get it going. Well, I'll have man blood back by November. All right. Well, I'm, I'm entrusting you with that. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's, that's a good note to end on. We'll, we'll let you go. I know you need your sleep <laughs> for, uh, for tomorrow, bright and early archery class at camp or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Winsburg. Yeah, I got to pack my lunch. Checking. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Share but, uh, with one of the other players. <laughs> thanks again. We'll, we'll have you back soon. Caroline, thank you for being here, too. Oh, you're welcome. It. Thanks, Luke. That was fun. <laughs> I'm going to close things up and uh, say go who's. All right. off. That's right, at Court Furniture Clearance Center. Get up to 70% off new retail prices and choose from a wide variety of previously leased furniture and decor for your home or office. Sofas from $199.99, bedroom sets from $399.99, dining sets from $299.99, and more. All items are court certified, guaranteed, and in stock, ready for delivery or to take home today. Make the smart choice and visit one of our five locations in the DMV or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off.